Hello, my name is Lauren Patterson, your host and guiding light to self-love. I am the author of Amazon bestseller, Freeing Your Heart for Love, and founder of a nonprofit to help people challenged with abuse and depression. The intention of this podcast show is to inspire and encourage you through my experiences and those of my guests that you can discover self-love and true happiness for yourself. My next guest is Glenn Graham. Glenn Graham is a motivational speaker and social media consultant. He helps entrepreneurs and small businesses grow their social media. Hi, Glenn. Hey, how you doing? Great. How are you? Um, I can't complain. Beautiful day. Sun is shining. I'm breathing. (laughs) Awesome. Where are you in the world? I'm located in New York City. I live in Spanish Harlem. Not, not actually. I'm in Harlem. I was in Washington Heights, but now I'm in, I'm in Harlem now. Awesome. So, it's, is it sunny over there? It's very sunny and hot. Wow. Yeah. Every time I talk to people from New York, it, it's always cold. No, it's hot. Same time. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you live? I'm in California. Oh, nice. So it's always sunny there, huh? Yeah, always. Okay. It never rains in Southern California. <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) But thank you for joining me. I appreciate your time to show up in love. The what I want to ask first is this is a mental health podcast. So I love asking people how they take care of their mental health. So what do you do to take care of your mental health? Um, I listen to myself, I get rest. Um, There's been times where I would, I would just work crazy hours and work late into the night, and then sleep later Mm. and um it didn't feel good like so i would i would just feel like drained and um now i learned to take a break relax relaxing is very important to the creative process and for people in general so that's how i take care of my mental health yeah the relaxation part i know most people are challenged with that um to just be in stillness yeah we're always pushed to do we're always pushed to do more and so even though people say, well, where do they get it from? It's, it's, it's a never ending cycle of push, push, push. So you want to be mm-hmm. better and it's always encouraged. Right. And so, yeah, it's finding that balance is I find is important. Balance. Yes. So can you share a mental health challenge you've had recently or in the past and how did you overcome it? Well, I would say like setting boundaries, I would say with people, like, mm-hmm. I don't think that people intentionally try to take up space in your life, but I find that, um, if you, if you don't, if you don't set a boundary, there's people that will, will push you, you know, will show up when you don't necessarily want them there. And there's a lot of folks out there, myself included, that I don't like to tell people no, you know, that's one of the things that I struggle with, like saying no and setting, um, setting boundaries, but also enforcing boundaries, you know? So it, for my personal, you know, um, sanity, limiting exposure, some people think when, when it comes to preserving, um, or creating a boundary, it means like cutting people off. I think that's the most drastic, but I find that you can also limit access to yourself. Like don't give people access all the time to you when you, especially when you feel yourself, I'm struggling in an area, learning how to say, you know what, I don't want to go there or, or let me not, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to bow this one out. Like I'm not going to, you know, be attending whatever. Some people invite you to stuff and they expect you to go and they're harboring Mm -hmm. around you, hounding you. And so I just learned 
to say no and, and do it politely and, and do it firmly. And so I love how you said, like, not necessarily cutting people out, but do you know when to cut people out? Can you share any tips on, when to cut you know, because out. a lot of people will keep people in their life, even though it's not good for them. Hmm. I, so I have a mix. I have mixed feelings about that. Right. So I think each person, they have to know when is enough is enough. But also, mm-hmm. I think that now people sometimes cut people off prematurely. I mean, it's a minute they have a disagreement with somebody. They're quick to just cut them off. And they don't realize that these things that you're cutting off, it may be you. It might be a, a test for you to see if you can overcome certain obstacles. Like nothing is going to always be ideal. But if every time there is a small disagreement and you decide to cut people off, I question, do you grow in that way? Are you creating something, um, a problem, a deeper problem for yourself? So for me, I always like to to think about like, what is the reasoning? Is, is the person bringing up something in me, an uh, issue that I, that I need to address? Or is it somebody that's just being, you know, whatever. And, and a lot of times for me, I find that it's something that I need to address. And this person brought it out of me. And um, mm-hmm. there's very rare occasions when a person is just, I just have to cut them off. It's, it's usually something that they brought out of me. Yeah, that's a good point. That's where I have my own challenges mm-hmm. is knowing, is this person not good for me? Or is this a lesson or a test? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So what inspired you to be, I know you're a motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. And so I always love asking people like what inspired you to be a motivational speaker and how do you help others achieve their goals? Well, I think it's always been something that's been a passion of mine. I like being motivated. And so I know other people want to be motivated. Like even myself being someone that wants to motivate and has motivated people, sometimes I need it. So seeing it and having it and I'm feeling the effects of it, the importance of it. It's not just a bunch of you know, like some people just do, they think it's affirmations, like, oh, they make these powerful affirmations, Um, but it requires work as well. So Mm -hmm. outside of, you know, thinking positively and speaking positively, you have to do things that are uncomfortable for you. You have to, you have Mm -hmm. to reach out and like, so there's, there's issues that I have to deal with. And, and then, and then also knowing when to reveal those issues. Like as I go through stuff, I don't reveal it if I'm not, if I'm not, if I'm just starting out on something. Some people feel, oh, well, you should be vulnerable and, and just reveal everything. Um, you mm-hmm. have to realize the internet and not even just the internet, people, people, when you are dealing with an issue and you haven't yet figured out or resolved it, you don't need somebody else's commentary muddying your water. So sometimes right. for me, like it, it's, it's as important motivating and trying to help and heal people but making sure that I'm not the wounded warrior, you know, where, you know, you're going out there, but you haven't patched up yourself and you're bleeding on everybody else. So it's very mm-hmm. important before I, if I'm struggling in an area and someone needs help in the area, I may not be one to advise you. I might say, hey, you know what? I might refer you or say, you know, I'm dealing with the same thing and I don't know how much help I can be to you. So also knowing when, when to say when. Wow, that's great. I've never heard anyone share that because... Mm-hmm. Most people think they can help everybody. No, I don't. I think that sometimes it's, it actually is not helpful. Like you can see it when, you know, you can see when somebody's struggling, right? And they're trying to help you. You can see it. Mm-hmm. Like you can see, like sometimes they get angry. 
Like it's yeah. like I even I remember I was on the on the train one time and this woman was like she got on it was like I was going to work at the time it was early in the morning she got on and she started shouting like you know you guys are gonna burn and you know she's a religious woman right so she's like mm-hmm. screaming and yelling at people and when you know people were leaving like you know getting on they're gonna, you're gonna hear me today and I <laughs> and I listened to her right and she made some points and um before you know she pretty much cleared out the train. And I said, Miss, may I talk to you for a minute? She's like, yeah. And I said, I'm not a religious man. Just start out with that. At, you know, um, my family is religious. So I'm not very religious. But I was like, but what I can say is your messaging. I don't think people, she said, well, people have to listen. And this is the way you get them to listen. And I said, you know, a lot of people put their headphones on. I typically mm-hmm. will put my headphones on with somebody. But I just wanted to hear what you had to say. And you, you spend a lot of time. You sound very angry. So she's dealing with something. You know, it's like you mm-hmm. might you might be dealing with something. And I said, do you ever think about when you accepted your path? Right. You have to come to that understanding. Nobody can force you to do it. Oh, yeah. And so she took it. She told me she would take it under advisement. I don't know if she did. But for me, I, I look at it not just with religious and religion. I think it people can be upset about something, be going through it. And then they want you to take the advice even more. And then it, it, could, it could border on anger. Like you're not taking oh, yeah. this. You're stupid. You should take it. If you knew what was good for you and nobody listens in that, you lose your message. So I'm big on what's the best way to communicate a message without isolating the people you're trying to help. Yeah. And, you know, I've been dealing a lot with that religion mm-hmm. stuff really? and mm-hmm. people who are walking the earth. <laughs> um, it's either their word or no word. Mm. And Dealing with that for me has been challenging because I welcome all people mm-hmm. like I love people and it doesn't matter what you practice, but if you are a good human and you're doing good in the world, you're welcome in my circle. But then when it's like flipped and I try to share what I practice, it's kind of frowned down upon. Mm. So that's what I've been challenged with lately yeah you know what i I, love how you went up to her yeah i I felt like you know because i listened to her you know i I usually don't when somebody i don't i don't usually go up and say something to people but Mm -hmm. i i gave her the respect i kept eye contact with her i listened to her i hear i heard what she had to say so i could offer her feedback from not from like a religious perspective a perspective of somebody who's feeling like you're judging you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and i think when and as you mentioned when it comes to certain things how much we are judging other people will depend on how much they judge us. Like we all come from a place of like, well, I'll say, I sometimes say, you know, I'm teaching somebody something, they don't listen. And I, and then when, when then they, when they come back to me and they say that I was right, I was more focused on being right than I was helping them. And if the real, mm. if the real thing that I'm trying to do is help you, it doesn't matter if I'm right. It doesn't matter if you're right, it doesn't, I would say that you can be right. And I, we both can be right. It's just that when it, when it becomes, that's more important than the message itself. That's when you lose people. If, if so, if I'm, if I was a religious person and I was practicing a certain religion and you were practicing another one, as long as Mm -hmm. you were trying to help other people, I don't have to pick apart your religion to tell you whether it's real or whether it's false. You're trying to help people. I'm going to focus on that. You're trying to do good in the world. And that's what I'm going to focus on instead of like my religion is right and yours is wrong. And, yeah. and that's something that we I think as people, we have to um, it's something that we've been taught to do. So it's not something that you just picked up. Um, Someone told you this was the way to do it and this was not the way to do it. 
No one said that maybe there was two different ways and we have two different perspectives. Well, yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. I think I really um, needed to talk to you today. <laughs> 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 because everything you're saying is resonating with recent mm-hmm. things that have happened. <laughs> yeah. So I love that. So I love the Instagram post you did about your results are better than your advice. So why do you think results are better than your advice? Uh, Well, results, people can see them. Like if you ever look at the people in the world that, that people marvel over, they've had results. They may not have been the best people in the world, right? Mm -hmm. They might, some of them, even you might question their, their methods, but you ever notice how when somebody is successful, it's like, it doesn't seem to matter much how they got where they are. People are so, Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that you shouldn't worry about that, but results are very important in order for people to listen to what we have to say. Um, A person that just has advice without the results, like if if I'm giving you some advice, right? Like I'm saying, Hey, you should go to college because it's very important. And you, and then you say to me, well, you didn't go to college and you turned out okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't Mm -hmm. want you to be like me. It's not an excuse. Yeah. That means you, if I want to give you advice about going to college, I have to make the case with results of what didn't happen for me. And also, you could also turn around and say, well, I'm not you. And you'd also be right. So, so, so when I'm, when I talk about results, you don't need to fight so hard with results. You don't even need to tell anybody you need to do this or you need to do that. They just have Mm -hmm. to see it. People question me more about results that I've gotten on something than they do on my advice. So what I do, I I just, I just show results and the people that are interested in the results that I have will ask me questions. And then now because they ask me, it opens the door for me to give you advice. Mm -hmm. That's a good approach. It took a long time to get here. I'm still working on it. Like, you know, sometimes, you, you know, you mentioned you have children, you know, and when it comes down to even children, um, I have friends who, who and their children, they're giving them all this advice and the child's like not trying to hear them, blah, blah, blah. And I, and I asked one of my friends, I said, did you ever question, does your child want to do what you're doing? Do they want the life mm-hmm. that you have? What do they see? If they, if they yeah. see that, well, you've done it this way and this is how you're like, and I don't want your life. I'm going to try a different route. So figuring out what they want and what they like and then also just showing the results. If you're happy, if you're having a good time, yeah. People focus on that. Your results, the the you know, and it sounds like whatever, but it people do focus on, you know, um the medal. Like if you're running a race, they want to focus on the medal. They don't they don't focus on like all the hard work you took to get there. If they want that medal, they'll do whatever you say it took to get that medal. Yeah, that's how I like speak to my children mm-hmm. and then give them advice is the results part, like I'll share with them where I used to be as a teen and where I'm at now. So I, I kind of share, like I've lived through some of the stuff you're going through and that's kind of how I start my conversation and it actually helps them understand it. That's good. Wow. This has been great. But my, my final question I love to ask because everybody always has, similar answers but different mm-hmm. and very unique so how will you show up in love for yourself and for others well this is a great one 
I think in order for you to show up in love for anybody else, you have to show up in your love, for, your love for yourself first. Mm-hmm. Um, they say charity begins at home. Um, people who are miserable with themselves in life, they're usually not the best people in terms of helping other people because the way you could have the best of intentions, but if you're coming from a hurt place, it's very hard to help other people coming from that space. So I would say working on loving myself and, and giving myself the time um, and that kind of concern, it does help other people. Because when I'm in a good mood, I tend to be in a good mood. It's not, it's not just like, you know, some people, they, they're, they're upset and they force a smile and, and mm-hmm. try to help. But, and, and, and I think it's great. If you can do that, great. But a lot of folks can do that. A lot of people can be upset and bury it. You know, help other people, but bury their misery, bury their worry, bury their disgust and their disappointments while they help other people. But the truth of the matter is you won't be of service to people very long if you put everybody ahead of your own concerns and and the things that you have going on. So I think for me, the the measure is finding genuine, genuinely being happy with my life and for myself and making sure that I'm doing things for myself will allow me to help other people, put me in a better mind state. Yes, I love that. Self-love is the best love. Indeed. So how can people find you if they want to work with you or find you? And I know you have a podcast. Yes, I have a podcast. Um, I haven't been doing it lately because I've been really focusing on my consulting. I do a lot of, for social media, getting people to, because there's one way that we are and then how we show up on social media. So I think that, finding ways to craft what we do so people can actually find us. If you have a business, uh, you want people to be able to connect to your business. Sometimes folks are so focused on, well, I'm, I need to make sales, but they're not trying to connect with people. So even like mm-hmm. what we're doing here, taking the time out, talking to you, connecting, adding value to someone's life as opposed to, hey, buy my stuff, mm-hmm. um, connects with an audience, like making somebody think, like maybe you might trigger a con- like this conversation might trigger somebody to say, you know what? I have been giving away my time and energy to other people, but I haven't given it to myself. Like somebody told me the other day, um, if you like you, you if you have a dog, right, you have to walk the dog. But how many people right. make excuses why they weren't able to go for a walk today or get some sunlight? Sometimes you go weeks. I've seen people go weeks without going outside. But but if, if you're a dog, you would have to walk the dog or you'd be like, oh, I have to walk my dog. But so if we give ourselves the same amount of care that we gave, we give our dogs, the people in our lives, our loved ones, our children, our husbands, our wives, our significant others, if we give that, that same love, we will be better in terms of that. So So that's what I try to help people do online. How do you connect with your audience online by showing them just more than one facet of your life. Not You're not one, just one thing. You're many things. And sometimes you can just focus on one thing and then, you know, you lose people. Yeah. And you have a great Instagram. So follow Glenn. Thank you. On Instagram. It's actually Glenn Graham. It's actually Glenn. Is it Glenn? It's Glenn Speaks. Yeah, that's what yes. it is. I changed it. I had to change it uh, because I got hacked um, a few months ago. So I had to rebuild. <laughs> Oh wow! Did you um, put the two factor? Yeah, they 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 are smart. Like, listen, the um, <laughs> these people are smarter than Instagram, and wow. um, they they smarter than us. They 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 spend their lives getting over on people 
it's so it's so funny. I had the two the yeah, they got me. They got me. I made a video about how, it. <laughs> wow. So how how do you know when you're hacked, just for people listening? Well, you'll see if you have the two um the two part authentication setup, what'll happen mm-hmm. is Instagram will 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 send you a message on your email letting you know that there's been suspicious activity. You have a small window in which to change things around so that they don't get access to your account. But wow. usually if you look at you could also get you could also get caught that way because they can also um send a dummy text and then you thinking, "Oh, well I'm going to secure my account." But you re- you just you just hit a button that said, "I want to reset my password." So it's very, very, um, I would just advise anybody listening, like if somebody reaches out to you and, um, like a friend of yours and they sound weird or anything on on like, like DM wise, um, don't click on anything in DM, right. And use voice notes. I use voice notes. And you notice when I, I, today I left you a voice note, I leave voice notes because I could be talking to you one minute and then your, your account could be compromised. And then I send you some, some information and you get access to my, so what I'll do is I use, I use the Instagram voice notes feature mm-hmm. so that, mm-hmm. cause they, these guys do not leave voice notes. So if you, if you're ever suspicious of somebody asking you something, you think that they're a scammer, leave a voice note. They won't respond. Mm. Yeah. I've noticed <laughs> that too. Yeah. On some accounts that have been hacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're hacking so many accounts right now. Yeah. So thank you. And thank you for being on the show. No, it was a pleasure. I really um, I want to thank you for allowing me to be here and it's been a, a, a interesting conversation. I love the questions that you asked and um, it made me think about a lot of things about we need more conversations with ourselves about what we want to accomplish. And so mm-hmm. thank you for making me think about that today. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for joining me today. I encourage you to come back for more love and inspiration. If you love this podcast show, please like and leave a review. Follow me on Instagram at showupandlove to be updated on the upcoming shows. Until next time, remember to love each other and choose love every day.